You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Introducing the Mike Moore Ministries mobile app, your gateway to spiritual inspiration and godly leadership. With a host of practical features, it's like having a personal spiritual guide in the palm of your hand. Watch and listen to the How to Win podcast, get exclusive early access to the Answers That Work broadcast before it airs on television, receive uplifting and thought-provoking nuggets, and stay up to date with Mike Moore's speaking engagements through an interactive calendar. To download, visit your device's app store and search Mike Moore Ministries. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Listen, I am so happy to have you with uh, me today. I'm in my leadership edition of the How to Win, and in our last episode, we began a series entitled The People Puzzle. The people puzzle. The theme that's running through this series is attracting, developing, and empowering people. Attracting, developing, and empowering people. That's the role of a leader, to attract followers, develop uh followers and to empower them uh, to go to another level. This is our second uh, lesson. Each one of these lessons, we have a subtopic, and our subtopic today is the leader's greatest gift to the follower. The leader's greatest gift to the follower Let's talk about uh, leadership, and then I want to talk about the goal of leadership. Leadership is the ability, <clears throat> pardon me, leadership is the ability to transform the potential of followers into reality. Leadership is the ability to transform the potential of followers into reality. You agree with that? Now, let's look, on the other hand, the goal of leadership. The goal of leadership is developing people while delivering good results. <clears throat> Pardon me. Developing people while delivering good results. Results. Now, if it's true that leadership is the ability to transform the potential followers into reality. And if it's true that the, <clears throat> that the goal of leadership, <clears throat> if it's true that the goal of leadership is developing people while delivering good results, then the greatest gift that a leader can give a follower is development. The greatest gift you as a leader can give your team, give your volunteers, uh, give your employees is development. Your greatest gift. The word develop means to bring out uh, the capabilities. It means to unwrap. Everyone has potential. 
everyone that God sends your way to assist you, support you, help you, whether they be employees or whether they be volunteers, they are a gift. And your job as a leader is to unwrap the gift and expose, bring out what's on the inside. The word develop means to cause to grow to a more mature state. Over a period of time, people that are under your leadership, if you are functioning as a leader, then they should grow into a more mature state. Say development. Say it again, development. The, that's the greatest gift you can give your followers. And great leaders are great developers. In scripture, we see many great leaders. Moses was a great leader. And we see his successor, Joshua, went on to another level. Moses brought the people out of Egypt. Joshua took them in the promised land. And then we see Elijah, the great prophet, who mentored Elisha. And the scripture communicates that Elisha performed twice as many miracles as Elijah. That's development. And then the greatest of all, Jesus, the greatest leader of all time, Jesus, mentored 12 men, apostles. And the book of Acts says that these 12 men went on to turn the world upside down. And finally, we have the apostle Paul who mentored Timothy. In Acts chapter 16, verse 1 through 3, we see that the apostle Paul met this young, young person, Timothy, and tradition has it that Timothy was in his teens when Paul met him in Acts chapter 16. Tradition also tells us that in the later part of Timothy's life, he began to pastor, and he pastored a church of over 20,000 people, tradition says. That's development. And really, as we talk about uh, development and bringing out the best in people, I want you to think about how the Apostle Paul developed Timothy from a teenager. You know, I said this, uh, that leaders see diamonds before they sparkle. Timothy didn't start off in the beginning the way he was later in life, a great leader. But great leaders produce or reproduce great leaders. There are three components of bringing out the best in others. Three components in bringing out the best in others. Number one, there's the equipping process. Number two, the development process. And then number three, the empowerment process. 
We're going to only look at the first two, the equipping process and the development process in this lesson. Let's talk about the equipping process. The equipping process focuses on a task. The equipping process. When you equip followers, you're focusing on tasks how to perform a certain task, doing it the right way, and doing the right thing the right way. You're focusing, when you're equipping a follower, then the focus is on a task. You are uh, helping them to perform the task at a high level to perform the task or do the task in the right way in the at the right time. In other words, it deals with the performance of a task. Now, this type of relationship, equipping a follower, is a temporary short-term commitment because you are teaching and training a skill. Once that person has completed the training of that skill and can perform it at a high level, then the equipping process for that particular task ends. Now, John Maxwell, uh, uh, whom I believe is one of the greatest leaders in our day and in our time, has a, has a process that he calls the equipping process. It has four parts to it. I do it. I do it and you're with me. You do it and I'm with you. You do it and you do it. You do it and someone else is with you. And that's a, a, a five-step equipping process. I do it. That's competence. In other words, if I'm equipping a follower, then I need to do it. I need to develop my skill at doing it. I remember when I pastored, I began to equip some of our leaders to do funerals, to do our funerals. And I did most of the funerals. And over a period of time, people began to say that when I did funerals, that the people were really helped. That's competence. I do it. The second uh, step in the equipping process is I do it and you are with me. I brought uh, some leaders around me and one leader in particular, well, it was several leaders, but one in particular, one minister in the church uh, that I pastor and who is a leader in our church now, uh, name is Joe Harris. And he came on uh, in the role of a minister in our church and he began to see me do funerals. I do it. I develop my level of competence. I do it, and you're with me. And he would see me do doing funerals. The third step is you do it, and I'm with you. 
Then we brought him and others along, and they would do funerals. But we would look at them, and then we would give them input on how they did the funeral and how they could do funerals better. And then the fourth step, you do it. We released them to start doing funerals. And then finally, you do it, and someone else is with you. That's called uh, reproduction. Now, I do it competence. I do it, and you're with me demonstration. You do it, and I'm with you coaching. You do it, that's empowerment. And you do it, and someone else is with you, and that's reproduction. And Minister Joe came through the whole process, and he ended up doing funerals as good, or in some cases better than me, and now he's actually training others through this same process and reproducing others who can do quality funerals, an equipping process. The second area of development is the development process. In the development process, the focus is not on tasks like the equipment process. The focus is on people. The focus is on developing the character of people, uh, examining their motives, uh, helping them to develop a positive attitude, their work ethic, decision-making. So this is more involved. The uh, development process focuses on people. The equipping process focuses on tasks. This development process is a long-term commitment. The equipping process is a short-term commitment so related to a task. But this process now, the mentor is spending quality time with the mentee, and the goal is that the mentee eventually become a developer, him or herself. So there are five components of this development process, five components of developing others. Number one, there's the selection side. I call this the identification side. Think for a moment. When you're, you're selecting someone to develop, to become a leader, or you're selecting leaders, there should be criteria. So I want to give you some criteria when you are uh, selecting leaders, developing leaders, taking people through. There's a criteria that you look for so that you don't be wasting your time. Number one, character. You want to develop people and you want to select leaders and put people in positions of leadership that have character. That's integrity and honesty. Secondly, it's competence. If you're going to develop people and put them in positions of leadership, then they must possess the skill set, the training, the experience, and the confidence to do the job. Competence. Then third, chemistry. You want to look at how well do they get along with people. And then fourthly, you want to look at values. 
do their beliefs, their standards, their principles match you and your organization and, and your, your team values? Then thirdly, availability, finally, availability. Do they have the sufficient time, energy, and desire to lead? You don't want to put people in leadership or spend time trying to develop people to become leaders when they are not available. They are not available. They don't have the time. They may love what you're doing. They may want to give some input to what they, they may even want to work, but you don't put them in a leadership position because they don't have, they're not available. They don't have the time. They don't have the energy. They don't have the desire to lead. They may have the desire to help, but they don't want to, they don't have the desire to lead. So there's a selection side. We're talking about development. The second uh, compo <coughs> component of developing people is a teaching side. That's the informational side. Here, the leader, who is the developer, shares what he or she knows with the mentee, shares his or her experience, shares his or her mistakes, successes, insight, or wisdom. This side of development is informational. I'm going to share with this follower, this, this person that I'm developing, I'm going to share my experience. I'm going to share my wisdom. I'm going to share my mistakes. I'm going to share what I've been successful at doing and how I was successful. It is informational. The third component of development is the observation side, the selection side, number one, the teaching side, number two, and then thirdly, the observation side. The observation side has to do with proximity. In other words, the person needs to be close enough to you and close enough to what's going on where they can uh, observe and absorb. They want to observe what's going on, what needs to happen, but they also want to absorb, absorb the values, priorities, and purposes of, of the leader that they are being developed by. There's the operation side. Observation side, number one, selection side, number two, the teaching side, number three, the observation side, and then fourthly, the doing side. That's the practice side, the opportunity to practice leading on a limited graduated basis. People are not developed as leaders if they are not given the opportunity to practice leading somewhere, and notice the qualifiers, somewhere, if you're developing someone to be a leader, then at some, play, at some point on a limited and graduated basis, <clears throat> in other words, you may not put them over the whole department, you may put them over a group. You may put them over an initiative. So on a graduated, limited basis, you're going to give that person the opportunity to lead. 
Now, this doing side or this practice side would involve decision-making authority. In other words, you're giving them the privilege of choice as it relates to this limited area. You're also giving them the latitude to be creative, to experience, experiment in this particular area. They may not be over everything, but in a limited graduated level, they have the latitude to be creative, to experiment, and to, to take risks because you won't know what's in a person until you give them the opportunity. And this doing side, this practice side, also involves flexibility. You give them the right to take initiative, make decisions without having to come to you. You will know, never know their decision-making uh, capabilities and the quality of their decision-making if you don't allow them to make decisions. So there's fourthly the do doing side of the practice side. And then finally, the fifth side of the development of others is the coaching side. The coaching side, that's that hands-on side. That's where the mentee is doing it. Whatever it is, you're developing them. They're actually doing it, but the mentor is coming alongside and providing guidance, feedback, and support. They're providing guidance, feedback, and support. It is it, is like this. When when I first, my father first taught me how to drive. <clears throat> it it was it was really on a graduated basis. You know, at first he had me sitting in his lap. You know, as a kid, and I was you know the wheel. He had everything else, the brakes and all the other stuff, okay? But he's right there with me. Then I couldn't grow that way. Then he had to slide over on the driver's, on the uh, passenger's front passenger's uh, seat. And then he had to let me have the wheel. I'm driving the car now, but he's right in that front seat on the front and he's coaching me. He's allowing me to drive, but he's present there. He's giving guidance. He's giving feedback. He's giving support. He's assisting me in developing the skill to drive. He's also building my confidence to drive, and he's helping me to be successful through his coaching when he's no longer in the car with me. There is a coaching side. Now, uh, this concludes this lesson, but remember I said earlier that there are uh, three components to bringing out the best in people, the equipping process, the development process, and the empowerment process. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about the empowerment process. I trust 
that you've been blessed by this episode today. I want you to go back and, and listen to these episodes over and over and get it down in your spirit. And I believe that God is developing you and you're growing and you are leading and will lead on a very high level. I thank you for spending this time with me. I pray that you have a great rest of the week and I look forward to seeing you next time.